welcome to Becoming Intuitive, the podcast that helps you tap into your intuitive nature. I'm your host, Gabrielle, a spirit channel, energetic healer, and intuitive coach. And this is where we demystify what it means to be intuitive. We discuss topics from light beings to psychic mediums and anywhere in between. So what are you waiting for? Let's get intuitive. Hello, hello, my loves, and welcome back to this week's episode. I am absolutely so grateful that you guys are here. I have a beautiful guest with us here today. So this is Lily, and she is an absolute manifesting goddess. She's completely in her power. Her Instagram feed is out of this world. The tips and tricks that she talks about on her Instagram feed is the thing that drew me to her because of her magnetic power. And I'm so excited that she gets to teach you some tips and tricks today on how she's created her life, how she lives in her purpose. So welcome, Lily. Thank you, Gabriella, for having me today. I'm so grateful to be here and so excited to share with your audience and anyone that finds this space because if this message comes to you or you find it it's meant to find you so I'm excited exactly I'm so excited to jump in I'm currently like sitting on the floor we've just moved in we just manifested this apartment in a housing crisis in four hours so I'm so excited to chit chat all about manifestation and hear your tips and tricks because it was the first time that I ever um, manifested in a new way and I was like whoa forgot how powerful manifesting is so I think we're just in the right time at the right space so before we jump right in all my listeners know that the first question is what does intuitive mean for you so I love this question I love what you're all about because I think we forget what intuition is and what being intuitive is so we're all for me what it means is like we're all born with these god-given gifts we're born with these gifts that we've, we forget. And our intuition is part of that gift. And for me, the, our intuition and what in, being intuitive means is to listen to a sixth sense. So we live so vicariously through this world that is all very 3D, our five senses. But our intuition is what guides us that we don't always understand. We might not see it. But to follow that is always to actually follow your highest self, your highest being. Mm. And so that's really surrendering to your soul and your spirit, surrendering your results to soul and spirit. And that's what manifestation is all about. It's not so much about doing, but it's about that being and like really trusting that you're in the right place at the right time, calling in the right desires. And so intuition for me or intuitive is to follow that that sixth sense that 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 thing you don't see but you're like I trust that that's meant for me or I trust that the situation might not be the right situation it's to really keep yourself living in your highest self Mm, my gosh I felt that so deeply I truly love that and especially the being part like that's very much one of my teachings so it's so beautiful in how I perceive already like energy wise we perceive so similarly and I think that's so beautiful to know that you're like so connected to your own sixth sense to your own intuition so can you share with the tribe a little bit about your journey and how you found manifestation yeah of course so the thing about manifestation I don't know if you've noticed this but 
I think it became a really big buzzword in 2021 and 2020, where everyone was saying, I'm going to manifest it. Um, and that for me, I think is just this level of conscious awareness that we actually are creating our own reality. So for me, where I found manifestation or really consciously decided to manifest was this realization and the self-awareness that I was already manifesting everything that I wanted, right? And not only that, not just everything that I wanted, but I was also manifesting results that I didn't want. And so when we actually have that conscious awareness, we can actually always change our results. Um, so I guess for me, where I discovered manifestation, the first one was really, um, it's, it's not even a good manifestation, or I guess it could, it could be good or not good. But actually during 2020, um, I made a decision that I wanted to leave my corporate job. But then the global pandemic happened and obviously no one's going to be leaving their job during a global pandemic. <laughs> but um, one thing that I constantly thought about day in and day out was leaving my job. Mm. And the universe made that happen for me. So I got laid off with no cause, no reason. But the thing that I could have been like very much in a victim mindset, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all of this is happening to me. But instead, I remember actually grabbing my journal at that time and I wrote and scripted this thing. I'm healing from this and the universe has better plans for me. And that was following my intuition so much that something was better in store. And the next week, I basically found a manifestation course and discovered Bob Proctor. So Bob Proctor is one of the world's like he's the guru of law of attraction and human potential and human development. And so discovering his material basically changed everything because I realized that I was always manifesting, but not always manifesting everything that I truly wanted or what aligned with my desires. And once we take that power back, we create our own reality. So that's when I really dis discovered manifestation and how we truly create our own reality. And that even getting laid off was an unconscious manifestation because that's what my subconscious wanted the whole time. A hundred percent. Can you dive into what is scripting for those who don't know? Because it's such yeah. a powerful practice. Yeah. So there's so many different tools that you can use to manifest. And I want to really make this clear because there's so many tools, but not all tools will work for you. But you got you can play around to see what works. And so scripting is one of those tools. Um, so scripting is actually taking a journal. You can take a piece of paper. You can take anything that you feel called to write on and writing whatever comes through that you want to call in. And when you talk about scripting, it's talking and scripting from a place of it has already happened. Because the thing about manifestation is it's all about vibrations and what we want to call in. So you have to write as it's already happened. So for me, when, for example, getting laid off and calling in the new opportunity, it was like, I know this is happening, but I wasn't saying I want to call this in. I said, something better is in store. So I was already living the vibration that something better was in store. And it was, and it happened. And everything is governed by the universal laws that really dictate everything. And one of them was the law of vibration. So being in the vibration of my manifestation, something better was in store for me. Amazing. So you didn't even 
at the start of the pandemic know that you were going to run an intuitive-based business? Not at all. No. (laughs) I love that. That's how I started as well. And it's so interesting that the amount of people I'm talking to who like stepped into their sovereignty, into their full power because of this um, has been astronomical. And I just want to like thank you and hold space for you for stepping into that journey and like trusting the universe because we're talking about this, right? And people are like, I can't even trust the universe is going to pay me next week. But asking questions like when has money ever let you down? And when did the universe really give you something that didn't make you grow or didn't make you evolve into the human you are? They're like the foundational questions because when you know money never let you down and when you know the universe hasn't given you something that you didn't need being a breakup or a friend breakdown or even like the transmutation of energy through death can sometimes show us the love that we had, right? So asking those deep questions can really start that journey right yeah and it's really tapping into our subconscious mind which a lot of people are not aware of is actually what creates all of our reality we always um we spend a lot of time basing our um manifestations or what we create on our physical reality but if we actually get to know our subconscious mind um which is actually, it sounds so scientific, but it's not. It's really just your heart and your desires. Even working with a pendulum. People mm-hmm. are actually really scared of working with a pendulum to ask for answers. But our pendulum actually works based on our subconscious, like which is our heart. Mm-hmm. And so when we know those, we are actually being so divinely guided through that. Mm-hmm. Like through something that's greater than ourselves, but really it is the universe within you. <laughs> Yeah, so beautiful, so true. What advice would you give to someone who has no idea what their subconscious story is? Oh, oh gosh. This is (laughs) an interesting one because there's so many different tools, um, but one that I love doing with people is actually, like, to tap into your subconscious, you have to be in a very relaxed state. That's why things such as like hypnosis works so great, but we don't always all have access to something like hypnosis. Mm. Um, but what I would do is put yourself in a situation where you're actually not attached to your phone. You're not like in an environment where you can be judged. And when you allow yourself to script things, scripting is a great tool to like write whatever comes through ask yourself a question and then answer it ask a question that or have someone ask you a question and answer it from a place of non-judgment and just really from your like values or what really comes through because when you actually allow yourself to totally relax you're not working from your conscious you're working from your subconscious Mm -hmm. and even things such as like your self-image this is a great exercise is to actually go into writing and scripting how you see yourself because it's really that's really how you see yourself and you can always rewrite that you can always rewrite that story and I really want to encourage people to do that because you know a few months ago my name was Jen and Mm -hmm. I just decided to change my name to Lily and I wanted to inspire people to know that at any given moment you can change your name you can change your identity you can change who you are because you can rewrite your story Mm -hmm. it was just like symbolic (laughs) 
Yeah, and that would have caused such a huge energetic ripple into the world and, like, put you on this path. So I honour you for that. And I think what is so interesting is how you speak. It, like, comes back to the basis that our mind isn't telling us the truth. Our mind is a collection of thoughts and it's our brain's work by collecting all of this data and receiving and constantly giving us what it believes is fact. But the fact isn't real. So it's you get to choose what the facts are. If you walk around and you're like, I'm too poor to buy that coffee, that's a script. You might have money in your bank account when you could be like, oh, my gosh, yes, I have $50 in my bank account. It's payday tomorrow. I've got money to buy that coffee. Thank you, universe. It's the exact same scenario. But we're choosing which vibration we want to be in. Exactly. So we can rewrite at any moment what we want to call in. Any stories that we have about like relationships, our career, money, we can rewrite all of that. It's actually just taking our power back. That's really tapping into your intuition is actually trusting yourself. Trusting like that the, your desires are, you're worthy of your desires, that your beliefs are your beliefs, that your programmings are your programmings. That's taking your power back, taking your sovereignty back really. Yeah. And I think I have a really interesting question for you because so many people come to me all the time and they're asking, how do I manifest money? Because so many people are like, my only problem in life is money, right? What would you say to yourself or to a client who showed up and was like, this is my only problem in life. How do I, how do they go about even understanding that to create that change? I love that you're asking this question because I have just gone through like my own money shifts as well. Um, so one thing about money that everyone needs to understand is money is just energy. We know that everything is energy. And so money is actually one of those energies that we actually have to realize that If you put too much focus on something, just like if you were to hold something so tight, a lot of the times it actually just slips out of your hands. So same thing with money. Money is a currency, is an energy. Everything has to move, right? And so just like how you have a story about money, that story has to change as well. It has to be in, it's, it has to be in an evolution and a growth. So one thing with money and how people can really start to look and reframe money is look at your story, your money story. I love doing this exercise with a lot of people is like, have you ever written a love letter to money? Right? Yeah. This is a great exercise because it's gonna, it's gonna really let you see where you sit with your money story and where your money mindset looks. Because if you love something, that love grows, right? That love is like one of the highest frequencies. If you're grateful for something, right? That frequency grows as well. So even if we believe, sorry, we believe believe that money, like we have to be in the frequency of it. So if you're grateful for what you have right now, it's always going to come in. And like, it's, it comes in such unexpected ways. And sometimes we get so fixated on one way that it might come in. It has to come through my job. If you only focus on it coming through your job, it's only going to come through that way. But if you actually believe that it can come from so many different mediums, you open and expand the opportunities for money to come to you. So that's why having and looking at your money story is going to be like a way to one, understand and reframe your money mindset. And the other is, 
to actually just be grateful for what you have because every time you're grateful for what you have, it always expands. And as well, realizing that if we actually really, really look at money as energy, if you truly believe, have that belief that money is energy, energy has to be in circulation because the law of vibration. So even if you um, don't have tons of money, don't ever say, I don't have the money for it. You have to change that story. It's not for me right now, mm-hmm. right? And being in the embodiment, like even if you were to test drive a car or you want a car, if you go into a luxury dealership and you feel uncomfortable being there, you have to change your frequency and start changing it. Being in the frequency of that, really embodying it, even if you can't do it right now, it's about changing your vibration so that you can get comfortable with that vibration and it gets comfortable with you, right? Mm -hmm. So there's different ways, but it's first to become aware of it really understand that you are worthy doing that inner work, that inner love work, and then embody it. Even if you can't afford right now, it's like to go and like test drive the car, feel what it feels like, you know, go and look at the menu at a nicer restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's just those little things that we can do so that the universe matches us and meets us halfway. Cause there's so much abundance and so many resources that are available to us is that, some of our programmings and our beliefs have made us think differently, but we all have access to the same amount of, of abundance, of prosperity, of wealth, of opportunities. And it's not just through money. You can get things for free. You can get discounts. And we, those things have to be celebrated as well because you'll get more of them. Yeah. Like every time someone gets something for free, it should be, of course, like, of course, the universe wants to give this to me. The universe created me. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I hear so many more people now saying, of course, and I think that our frequency as a collective is shifting towards the mentality of we can manifest and we can do this kind of stuff, but I still see that as we talk, we're like, there's so many different modalities. Like I manifest a lot through water or through Wicca or all of those kind of mentalities because I really am like a practical person. I'm like, I need to do something practical writing in my journal isn't like the best thing for me I'm like I need to physically do things that isn't sitting down because I'm like a energy kind of gal but when people are manifesting I always hear them be like I made my vision board on Pinterest and then they don't look at it what what is your belief about vision boards I love them okay so interesting thing is I just looked at one of my vision boards from five years ago And like, I'm a true life path number five. Like all I manifest is like travel. And so when I looked at that vision board, I never looked at it. I made it. I like was like so excited about it. And then I put it away and it was at my parents' house. And um, I actually saw it this weekend and I was like, I've gone to every single place in this vision board. And so it's interesting because I'm actually a non-specific manifester, meaning Mm -hmm. I can't write something and then it's like be expecting that. I have to just be in the environment and like the embodiment that this is like what I want and whatever comes is to like live in the frequency of like oh my gosh this is happening um but the thing about vision boards is why I think they're so important to do and why I think everyone should do it is it allows you to dream Mm -hmm. it allows you to dream and use your beautiful imagination that some of us have been programmed to not imagine to not 
get creative and not believe that we're worthy. But when we do that vision board, it allows you to dream. And even if you look at it once or look at it every day, it doesn't matter. You've allowed yourself to tap into that subconscious mind of yours, your desire, your heart, that part of you that you don't always use. And that's what's important is you want to really tap into that part of you that you don't use. So I, I encourage everyone to do vision boards because it allows you to dream. It allows you to imagine and it allows you to feel like you are so worthy of everything that you put on that vision board mm-hmm. and not be so tied to the result that whether it happens or not, because at the end of the day, you are worthy, right? And we have to remember that whether we look at it every day or not, whether we, um, we believe it or not, it's just knowing that you are worthy. And so even giving yourself the opportunity to make that vision board is saying you are worthy of creating this dream life or having these things happen to you or having the love or going on these trips, whatever it is. Is there any other tools that you feel are as potent as vision boards? Um, For me, I've found that one tool that's really great is actually, um, I don't like, I've actually recorded myself speaking into existence my life, like what Mm -hmm. I want my life to feel like. And hearing your own voice say the things that are happening, you have a different mood, like you feel different. And that is really pulling, hearing yourself speak into existence what you are calling in. That's a really important tool. Even using it to not just manifest physical manifestations, it's the embodiment of feeling confident. You're manifesting confidence. You're manifesting success. You're manifesting love, right? It's to hear yourself being in the vibrational frequency that that is happening for you because you are speaking into existence every day. Wow, yeah, imagine if people were like using that as scripting and listening to it on the way to work about changing their jobs and their feelings and even like when people start to do it on their body image, like their whole world shifts because they're finally confident and they're speaking through their confidence and like the amount of changes that you can see from someone impacting their subconscious is so big and so many people think manifestation is woo-woo, right? So I love how you talk about the subconscious. Like one of my favorite books is You're a Badass at Making Money. I don't know if you've read it. No, I haven't, but I'm going to now. (laughs) You're going to have to. It's so good. And the money journal prompts in there are amazing. And she very much talks about changing the subconscious and how to do it and all of this stuff. When we talk about scripting, so many people struggle to even sit down and manifest do you think it's worth someone I guess the answer will be yes but worth trying to manifest for one minute a day over being on social media for that one TikTok yes imagine so it's actually I'm working with one a client a client right now is like we're trying to switch our her um social media time for meditation for reading right and like that that time that we actually spend it's actually spending it for yourself that's really what it is taking your like it's taking your power back right because actually when we go on social media it's actually giving our power away and when we actually 
take time for ourselves to script, to meditate, to um, read, we're actually always taking our power back. And once we take our power back, we become limitless to create whatever we want. So definitely, if we can just take one minute a day, um, some people are such powerful manifestors where they can just speak whatever they want into existence. So instead of yeah. creating life that is maybe someone else's, taking that power back to create a life that you want for yourself, how powerful is that? Mm. It's becoming aware that we are so powerful that we can create whatever we want. Yeah. Before you talked about specific and non-specific manifestors so I know personally that's from human design like can you run through that a bit because I'm a specific like I have to be so specific in everything I manifest like I'll be like this is how many students are coming and this is like my friends coming home and it's going to couch this flight and that means I'll pick them up and that will work out perfectly with my day right like I'm that specific with everything but I would love to hear the difference between them through your lens yeah, so I'm going to, so this is through my lens. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but this is how I see it. So we're a combination and manifestation of divine feminine and divine masculine energy. And so that has nothing to do with gender, but how energy is transmuted and like, yeah, how energy is transmuted. And so some of us are a manifestation of like, like mostly masculine energy about the doing and like about the going out there and the goals, which is great. We need that. We need that in society to create and to do these things. But there's actually so much about the balance between the divine feminine energy, which is about being, it's about healing, it's about collaborating, it's about connecting. And so how I see manifestation on a specific and non-specific side is divine masculine energy is very much specific manifestation we got to create goals we got to create the habits and then allow like go and do the inspired action yeah and then it's gonna happen divine feminine is kind of the non-specific so i'm i've learned this through even my my techniques and how i've done things is i'm a non-specific manifester and how i'm meant to manifest is actually meant to be very feminine uh, in the sense of energy so it's about being it's about healing it's about connecting it's about allowing myself to receive mm-hmm. so the energies are very different because there you need a balance of both but they're both will get you the results that you want we just have to do trial and error to see where our energies fit more because we are a manifestation of both and once we actually are able to find that alignment everything just happens easily and effortlessly mm. so like I, I, to reiterate it's specific is very goal oriented creating the habits it's coming from a more masculine energy and there's we need a manifestation of we need a manifestation of both and then a non-specific is coming from feminine energy as well being allowing ourselves to receive and really doing a lot of the inner work right the, mm. the that desires and the heart-centered work mm. and allowing things to come through from there and so once we are able to balance both we can manifest different results yeah and it's so interesting I've never heard anyone link them to them like to the feminine and the masculine but that is um I can really see and feel into that because I'm not a human design expert by any means and I know it's actually really difficult to find in your chart like you've got to know which way the arrows are pointing yeah. I had to ask someone, I was like, hey, my love, like, I'm so confused. 
So it is a bit tricky to find, but I'm sure I can find a YouTube tutorial and I'll link it below for you guys because it is something really interesting to know about how manifestation can work for you in the easiest and most effective way because as you've said throughout this that everyone has their own ways of manifesting that works for them for me like I know vision boards aren't my thing because I don't look at them and I don't feel into them because I'm better off to evoke them through doing physical things like on my walk I will very much be like future scripting in my brain or doing a ritual like as if I was out of charm that is my kind of like go-to on a Wednesday you manifest money and on a Thursday you manifest like love right so that's kind of how I work with it through Wicca which isn't something I normally talk about but I thought it would be cool to share on this podcast um but yeah what would be my next question sorry what would be your biggest tip to yourself if you were going back two years what would be the advice you wish you knew truthfully you know we can spend so much time living in the past right because like sometimes I do I'm like oh I wish I did this instead I wish I did that instead but if I was to look two years back more than anything I wish that I trusted myself more at that time like to follow those intuitive nudges not to live more out of the faith of being so completely supported in any decision that I do as opposed to the fear because at that time there's so much it's so fear-based like everything like oh you can't take these risks you're not going to be supported right but now I know how things work is like everything is governed by law like the universe is governed by law like we don't question gravity just like if we don't question gravity we shouldn't question our own abilities to create whatever reality we want but I trust that everything now happens in divine timing and that everything I have to do, I have to live from a place of faith and surrendering, so much surrendering. Mm. But I know that I, I, I know that I'm divinely guided because I've chosen to live my life from a place of manifestation. And when you choose to live from a place of manifestation, you're truly choosing to surrender everything to spirit. Yeah, 100%. How do you go like there would be a big difference between now and maybe like two years ago but how do you pump yourself up to take that jump like you know you sometimes we have to jump before the universe provides like signing a contract to work with a coach or signing the deposit for a house or doing those kind of things how do you face that ego self when the fear is arising gosh for me so we I know we talked a little bit about human design but like my human design my my how I make decisions comes from my spleen and so Mm. your spleen is actually one of your oldest like I guess parts and it's your it's completely tied to your intuition so for me I actually when I made these like really big jumps and like these big decisions I listened to that spleen in a sense of like what does my body tell me when I make this decision or what would I feel like if I didn't make this decision Mm -hmm. I think I think about that a lot it's like if I don't do this will I be in the same place and that decision scares me more than anything than taking that giant risk and investing like you know, like for me, investing in like coaches, investing in programs, investing in doing these things or like even traveling during a pandemic, 
how like I'm like oh you know the news is telling me not to do this but I know I knew that it was I had to do these things for my expansion like I, I had this like call to go to Sedona and I was like I have to go and when I went I was like I got this like huge like feminine like this divine feminine activation and I was like wow it changed everything for me so to follow yeah. that before you even know because we cannot see the staircase before we take that first step but you have to take the first step to start leading the way. Yeah, so powerful. And Sedona would have been so magical. That's on my to travel list. Yeah. Oh, highly encourage it. I'm going back. I can imagine. I think it would be one of those spiritual ascension places that just take you to this mystifying realm. Like every time I think about it, I get like goosebumps. So I can only imagine what it's like to be there. Yeah, it's so magical. And like, even for uh, following our intuition, like Sedona, I didn't know why I had to go. I was like, I don't know where I gotta go, but I gotta go, <laughs> right? And it was just, I went during a full moon and it was all about, for me, releasing the masculine energy to actually allow my feminine energy to flow through, right? Mm -hmm. That was, cause actually even, you know, we talked about the charts in the human design. My chart is actually a lot all masculine energy and the only energy that for me is feminine is actually how I manifest. Wow. How I'm meant to do my business. Mm. Yeah. Do you have any tips for someone who wants to start an aligned spiritual business? Mm, yes. So my tip for anyone that wants to start a spiritual aligned business in any sense is to find a mentor. I really think this is probably the most important thing. And I've had a mentor throughout my entire experience, uh, a coach or a mentor, because I found that it's hard to do business alone. You, are, you start the business alone, but you don't have to do it alone. Mm -hmm. And having that support, whatever calls to you, um, that's so big because that mentor is not only just going to help you start the business, but it's they're there to help you tap into your gifts we're all we all have beautiful gifts that we have forgotten right and so when we actually have you know whether it's a group coaching program or whether it's a coach or whether it's a healer or someone that we want to work with realize that we don't have to do this alone and more than anything as a collective right now as things are shifting we shouldn't do it alone because yeah, we, we believe that we had to but we don't have to where, where there's so much abundance, there's so much opportunity, there's so much everything available to us once we decide. Mm -hmm. And for um, to really start an intuitive business, it's all it all comes down to a decision. Once we make a decision, the universe conspires to give you the resources, the people, the clients, the opportunities that we're seeking, and mm -hmm. you just have to take that that leap. Yeah, and I can only imagine trying to do business alone. Like, I'm so blessed that I have all of these friends and women in business now that I've met along the way that the universe has provided for me. But I could only imagine what it would be like to try and do this all on your own. Like, that is so hard. So I'm so glad that you feel the same level of love and support from having a coach that I do. So I just really want to honour you for the journey that you've been on and the changes that you've made in this beautiful pandemic that has 
really led the way for so many beautiful souls to step into their true authenticity and their purpose, right? And it's opened the world up for us connecting because before all of this happened, no one had online coaches and no one had all of these resources. It wasn't normal. And now look at us a year later, we have evolved into these beings that are constantly looking and searching and trying to find the next step forward in whatever way that means. Yeah, we more than ever have to evolve because maybe things will never go back to the same, but they shouldn't. We're meant we're meant to actually evolve as humans, even as like people in this experience, right? We're meant to grow and evolve. And even for me, if I had to go back, I think I would it would be really hard for me if I was not to continue to evolve and go into personal development, like heighten my gifts and my intuition right we were given these Mm -hmm. gifts as as our birthright and so it's really our our destiny to tap in (laughs) a hundred percent amen I think that is so powerful and to remember those gifts lie within you because as you said we are the stars we are the universe it's all within us so coming home to that true essence of self so I really want to thank you and honor you for everything you've shared with the audience and with the collective here today. So I am ever so grateful for having you on today. Thank you so much for having me. And I hope that this has really provided support for for like for everyone within the tribe. And more than anything, I hope that people have the courage to manifest because once we start manifesting, we as a collective have now risen our consciousness and our frequencies because we're now surrendering to something bigger than ourselves to bring in what we want what our desires are exactly we have to we have to know that we're worthy first so take this right now as the message that you are worthy for whatever you want yes so all right my (laughs) all right my loves thank you for jumping into this episode i'm so grateful that you were here Please, in the show notes below is Lily's Instagram. Please go hit her up, have a conversation, ask her questions that you have. She is amazing and inspiring and hopefully she's inspired you to start your manifesting journey. Hey, my loves, before we wrap up this episode, I just wanted to remind you that Psychic School is now available. So wherever you are in this big, wide world, if you're ready to be intuitive, I have the course ready for you to rock and roll and it's only on pre-sale for two more days so what are you waiting for it's time for you to get intuitive so i will see you all next week stay intuitive stay wild be kind and be humble always